It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. We don't want to just win, we want to dominate. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, we will celebrate the release of the schedule. Yeah, I know it's not really much to celebrate, but hey, we've got games coming up, and we're going to talk about that here on today's podcast. Before we get to all that, though, though, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all of those wonderful things. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are officially 17 days away from opening day 2020. They made it official. The Major League Baseball Network televised the schedule release yesterday. And they announced that the Reds will open their season at 6.10 p.m. on July 24th against the Detroit Tigers in Great American Ballpark. So they will continue to open up the season at home. I like that. I love even more so that they are rated as the easiest strength of schedule I think they said that their opponent's win-loss percentage was 437, at least up until August 6th. And that's a beneficiary of the fact that the Reds will play a central-only schedule. There are fans from teams in the East and teams in the West that are boo-hooing and all that good stuff because they've got stronger schedules. Well, whatever. The Reds are going to benefit from that. They are going to start off with a bang, or at least they're better. That's the expectation. Here's the deal. If you start off with the easiest strength of schedule, you couple that in with the fact that they are one of the most, if not the most, improved team over the offseason, bam, you've got expectations. This is the first time. I, I, I think some people ascribed expectations to them last year. 
So probably not really the first time, but really the first time I think most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we can say we expect them to win. We expect them to be good. There's a reason that Vegas had them so high in their over-under win totals. We're going to break that all down here on today's episode. Firstly, though, just excited to have baseball back. I mean, we've got the schedule out. The games are coming. It's official. We've got daily interviews with players and managers. Today, there was an awesome interview with Eugenio Suarez. I don't know. I mean, raise your hand. Of course, I can't really see if you raise your hand, but raise your hand if whenever Eugenio Suarez speaks, you smile. Look, it doesn't even matter what he's talking about. The dude makes me smile when he talks. And today he was just talking about coming back, being back in the locker room, seeing his teammates again, and all of the different regulations that will be in place. I did not know this, or I guess probably I knew it if I really thought about it, but they will not be allowed to chew gum. And we will not get those awesome photographs from our buddy Kareem Elgazar over at the Enquirer of Eugenio Suarez blowing a massive bubble out at third base or in the dugout because he's not allowed to chew gum during the games this season. So that's not going to happen. But in all, he sounds like he's in great spirits. He was, he was even asked the question if he had any sort of second thoughts about playing because of his family. He has a couple of young children and things like that. And he said, you know, I, I think they're going to be fine. And this is just kind of is what it is. If we want to play baseball, this is how we're going to have to play baseball this year. And I appreciate that so very much. But anyway, it's it's things like that that are making me happy right now. Anyway, we're looking at the schedule, and I know there was this whole deal with the test results and Major League Baseball kind of botching that a little bit and then covering it up by saying, ooh, unforeseen delays. You mean like the 4th of July holiday? Yeah, you tried to do work on a holiday, and you're unsure as to why it took so long. <laughs> okay, whatever. You spend it however you like it, Major League Baseball, whatever. I'm going to look past that. I'm happy about this schedule at least. The Reds are going to have a very favorable first 10 games. And just as they said, if you look at the schedule, not a whole lot of off days on this thing. And when you look at the way that the Reds begin the season, they have no off days until August 10th. They play three with Detroit, four with Chicago, three with Detroit again, four with Cleveland, two at home, two away, and then three with Milwaukee there in Milwaukee before they have an off day. So we're going to have lots of baseball. And when you look at the schedule, it is unbalanced when, you know, you've got your 40 divisional games and you've got your 20 interleague games between the Reds and the AL Central. What's interesting about that to me is that I think everyone, including myself, Assume that the Reds would be playing the Indians the most out of that because it was reported that during those 20 games they would play their natural, you know, quote-unquote natural rival the most, six times. Uh, they're not playing the Indians six times. They're playing the Tigers six times. Now, look, I'm all for the Ohio Cup and all of that good stuff and the, the rivalry between the Reds and the Indians I'm totally okay with the fact that they play the Tigers more than the Indians. Trust me on that one. The Tigers this year, at least from my perspective, look like the Reds from like four years ago. Who remembers the 2016 Reds? We were very aware that they had to rebuild, very aware that they had to reset. 
but they didn't really seem like they had any sort of direction. It kind of looks like the Tigers are at least a bit of a unknown when it comes to this season, although most of the people know that they're not going to be good. I'm actually going to have Chris Castellani on here in a couple of weeks. Leading up to opening day, we'll have a Locked On Reds, Locked On Tigers crossover We'll talk to him more about that. I've got some notes on the Tigers I'm going to talk about here in just a minute. But before we get to that. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With this brand new schedule release that I mentioned, the Reds in their first 10 games play the Tigers six times. And it is an unbalanced schedule. I looked at it and you you can deduce this pretty quickly as, you know, whenever you do look at what the Reds have on the slate when it comes to their divisional opponents. They play the Cubs and the Pirates seven out of the ten times at Great American Ballpark. But when it comes to the Cardinals and the Brewers, they have to go on the road seven out of ten times. So there's the unbalance when it comes to the divisional aspect. They only get three home games against the Cardinals. And in a 60-game season overall, Everything on the urgency side is heightened. Even more so when you think about it this way, they will only get three series each against their divisional rivals. That's it. That uh, they they cannot punt any series. They can't really punt a game in a sixty-game schedule, but they definitely can't punt a series and say and just chalk it up to well, we'll get them back next time. Yeah, there's only going to be three times. To get them, so you can't be giving away series this year. It's man, it's so awesome. But more importantly than giving away divisional series, you've got to take care of the teams that you're supposed to beat. And uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to be respectful when we talk to Chris Castellani here in a bit uh, about the Tigers. But as far as the Reds and Tigers go, the Reds need to beat the Tigers. If not all six times, hopefully four or five out of those six times, because the Tigers aren't supposed to go anywhere this year. When you look at them as a team, their pitching staff is made up of, they have Matt Boyd, who is definitely their ace. Dude's a pretty talented pitcher. He was worth almost four B war last season. Although his ERA wasn't like amazing or anything like that. He has two career starts against the Reds, 12 innings pitch total, and he has 12 strikeouts with 10 hits and five earned runs allowed. So a bit of a mixed bag there just in those two games. Then you have an interesting name, a guy who has seen the Reds plenty of times in his career, and that's Ivan Nova. Dude's pitched against the Reds 12 times. He pitched for the Pirates for three years or, you know, two and a half years. And that's where he got most of his starts after coming over from the Yankees. But in those 12 starts, he has a 4.24 ERA. The Reds kind of know what they've got against Ivan Nova. Then you look at the other part of their rotation. Two intriguing young starters named Spencer Turnbull and Daniel Norris. 
Turnbull especially, when I was looking at his numbers, you'll notice his ERA was in the four area, but his fielding independent pitching, his FIP, shows that he was getting unlucky. That was down just barely into the three area. So I I think he's going to be interesting to watch. The Reds might face him once, might face Daniel Norris once as well. We'll see what they get in them. He'll probably end up facing Matt Boyd twice, maybe Ivan Nova twice. And then there's Jordan Zimmerman. Jordan Zimmerman, you probably know the name. He was a very good pitcher for the Washington Nationals in the earlier part of the 2010 decade era of baseball. A very good pitcher for them. As soon as he came over to Detroit, it's like he was bitten by a bad bug or something, and he hasn't been that great of a pitcher as a Tiger. In fact, in his career in Detroit, he has 95 starts, and he has a 5.61 ERA. He has faced the Reds a couple of times. He, his statistics are amazing against the Reds, but he hasn't pitched against the Reds since 2013. So it's really kind of hard to look at any of those and glean anything from those numbers. So when you look at the the pitching, that's going to be intriguing. And, and and on their bullpen side, they have a guy named Buck Farmer. Is there any better name in baseball than Buck Farmer? That is an awesome name. I love Buck Farmer. I'll be interested to see him pitch against the Reds. And then on the hitting side, they've had 15 players last season with 200-plus plate appearances, but just one, Miguel Cabrera, who had 500 or more. Again, this is a team that's trying to figure out what they've got for the future, and they still really don't know. And really, Miguel Cabrera is not part of their future. He's a guy who, he's basically Joey Votto. He's going to be there for a couple more years probably, and then he's going to retire. He had a really rough 2017, pretty rough 2019, and then he was hurt for pretty much all of 2018 there in between those two years but overall Miggy isn't what he used to be we're not talking about the dude who was back-to-back AL MVPs he was runner-up another time back in 2010 he's no longer that guy you'll, you'll see the high batting average stats if you look at his numbers and you'll be like well he still hits kinda his his slugging isn't anywhere near the range that you'll be worried about really when I look at their lineup there's really only three guys who stand out to me as possible big boppers that the Reds pitching staff needs to worry about. That's Jonathan Scope, brand new to the Tigers for 2020. Nico Goodrum, he's a young bopper, and Jamar Candelario. A couple of really interesting names in Nico Goodrum and Jamar Candelario. Both of those guys, pretty decent hitters. Jamar Candelario, not particularly amazing with the batting average, but power numbers were there. I'd be interested to see how both of those guys develop this season. Look, I I don't hate the Tigers. I got nothing against the Tigers. In fact, they got former Red Tim Adelman on their 60-man roster. So there you go. And I got Brandon Dixon on their 60-man roster as well. Raise your hand if you remember those guys. If you don't, I don't blame you. They were Reds a couple of years ago when the Reds were terrible. But mostly, like, like I mentioned earlier, the Tigers are a very big unknown, and I'll have to get a lot more information from K- Chris Castellani here in a couple of weeks when we do the crossover episode right before opening day. But overall, I think, as the numbers say, as as everyone's talking about, I know Tom Verducci labeled the Reds as a dangerous team in the National League because of their schedule and because of what they did in the offseason to improve, bringing all these guys in. Plus, 
when you when you hear interviews from Reds players, when you see them talking, when you see the workouts, all that good stuff, you're not hearing things like, "Boy, I don't know if I want to play. I, I don't know." And, and look, I, I don't I don't uh, you know hold that against any player. If there's any player that comes out and says, "I don't feel right about playing this season," you know what? That's fine. That's up to him. That's his deal. I, I'm you know David Price announced the other day from the Dodgers that he will set out the 2020 season because he doesn't feel safe pitching during the pandemic. I, I don't hold that against him at all. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's something to celebrate that there's been no Reds come out and say that. In fact, the only thing we've heard any of the players say is how happy they are to be back, how excited they are to get back to work, and how confident they are ahead of this season. Then when you see numbers like they've got as far as strength of schedule, their first 16 games, at least according to what MLB Network said, their first 16 games look good, but I expand that even more. Here is uh, their first 25 games are the Tigers, the Cubs again, or the Cubs, the Tigers again, the Indians for two two game series back to back, the Brewers, then the Royals, then the Pirates, then the Royals again. That's their first 25 games. Tell me what series in there is a series that they are not favored in. When you look at the three games, or in a couple of cases, it's two games. I mean, that is their first 25 games. They don't play St. Louis until August 20th. By then, they're going to be in a groove. Trust me. I I, I think the Reds will be ready to go by the time they face the Cardinals. Because then they have the Cardinals, they have Milwaukee, they have the Cubs, and then they have the Cardinals again. And that's going to be an interesting way to go about the middle of this 60-game season. But their first 25 games, really, when I look at them, and I know it's hard to count wins this early and sit here and be like, oh, they're going to beat them, they're going to beat them, they're going to beat them. But when you look at the matchups, I I have a good feeling about the first 25 games. And with that good feeling comes expectations. We'll talk more about that this week. I'm especially going to talk to Mo about his expectations for this season, for the Reds in a shortened season in which everyone, including national pundits, who usually don't give the Reds too much time a day, they're saying that the Reds are favored in this kind of 60-game scenario. Not favored amongst everybody, but the 60-game scenario, their schedule only playing central-only teams is very favorable for a team that spent so much money this offseason. So we're going to talk about that a lot with Mo later this week. But for now, we've got a schedule, and we can break this down quite a bit and evaluate the Reds ahead of what could be a very special year. Look, I get it. People are going to debate the legitimacy no matter what the Reds do. But as Garrett Cole, who is a Yankee, I get that. But as Garrett Cole said, there will only ever be one coronavirus World Series champion. I want that to be the Reds. And that's going to do it here for us on today's episode. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Let's go, Reds. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.